the Frames Per Second Podcast. Thanks for watching and listening to the Frames Per Second Podcast. Uh, It's a review. We're talking about Talk To Me, which on here is listed as a 2022 film. Um, But of course, you know, they tend to do these screenings and stuff like that. So that's what's... That's why it's listed like that. But uh, but yeah, it just hit uh, American theaters, I suppose, um, last week. So Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. It is directed by Danny and Michael Filupo. But they're, uh, yeah. they're twins. They're YouTubers. YouTubers. They're twin YouTubers. Really? Yeah. Uh, Their story is actually really interesting. What is the story? So, I, and I just found this out literally mm-hmm. after watching the movie. Uh, they're, they're YouTubers and they're, they're, their channel, they do like kind of skits, you know, they're kind of funny. Um, and then they decided they wanted to make this movie and it got, it got into Sundance. Hmm. And that's how all of this shit happened. Like, they're not uh, experienced filmmakers. They just happen to be like, this is their first major film. It, I can tell. Uh, me either. I can me tell either. at all. Um, that is really interesting because on YouTube, there are a lot of people like YouTubers that make these horror type videos of yeah, haunted stuff like that. So that's why I thought yeah. that was interesting when you said that because I thought that's what they were doing, mm-hmm. which would have kind of made a little sense um, because it almost like they were able to tap into what young people's are actually doing yep. nowadays. So um, yeah, okay. I haven't watched many of their videos. I only clicked around and saw a couple, but they mainly seem like mm-hmm. they were just like comedic bits. Okay. I didn't see much horror on there, which was actually interesting. Now again, I only watched a couple, so they hmm. could be very well hundreds of horror videos. But yeah, they're actually semi-popular YouTubers. I think they have a pretty good following. I have to look into them, but I think I came across this movie um, on Reddit, mm-hmm. and I was going through the AMC app, and I was just reserving films. And on the AMC app, they have mm-hmm. uh, Thrills and Chills. It's kind of how uh-huh. they characterize some of the, the horror movies. Uh-huh. So, um, so I just go through. I was like, okay, let me let me go ahead and reserve a ticket for that. And typically, I go to, to the movies on Thursdays anyway to get out of the, get out of the house, mm-hmm. uh, get some me time. But um, but yeah, so I I went and saw this one and. Uh, Mike and I actually went together and didn't even know it. <laughs> so it was, this it was shit crazy. was so funny. I was so I get to movies fairly early mm-hmm. because I'm always I'm that dude like I don't want to walk in and somebody's in my seat because I don't feel like you know especially if it's Got a black it. person you know you don't have to argue like bro that's my seat I don't feel like dealing all, dealing with all that. I'm sitting there. Here comes somebody. Now you came in after the credits had started, or after the, not the credits, the uh, the trailers mm-hmm. had started. I even, you know, put my my recliner down, let him pass. Ken sits on the other side. Did not at any point realize it was Ken until the end of the movie, until I hear somebody with this deep ass, "What up, bro?" <laughs> and I looked up and I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> You've been here this whole time." The weirdest shit. It was. Because uh, I, I I did that with, I saw Rod and Nay coming mm-hmm. out of the movie theater once. But but yeah, I, we didn't sit in the same spot at right. all. We were on the same row, which was crazy. On the same row, two seats down. And there was no one in between us. Nope. That's the funny thing. There was no one in between us. Because when I got there, I was mad that somebody was sitting next to me. I was like, damn it. Oh, yeah. Because most of the time when you get to, it's like for films like these, especially on Thursdays, mm-hmm. it's really not 
a big crowd, so you no. can really get you know, get some really good seating and people kind of sit spaced out. But um, but yeah, that that shit was wild, and because uh, I was like, yeah, excuse, because I was like, damn, this dude laid out. Oh, he is comfy <laughs> early in the movie. I even started. <laughs> Man, I came there. I, this is my routine. I bring a meal. I have my little backpack, so I have my salad in there. I had dessert. I had a after dinner mint. I got my water, and I have everything just laid out. So I I wait until the credit or the uh, trailer start, mm -hmm. and then I just fucking put my feet up and relax. Yeah, I, I do. Um, so I ate before I left, but typically uh, lately I've been bringing peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and then I would I have cargo pants, so I'll put some chips in there, and and this time I just brought a brought a soda. But um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I was looking. I was like, man, this dude chilling like he got man. his whole container. <laughs> good. I said I gotta figure that one out. <laughs> I could have brought my dinner. So yeah, I was because that's why I was uh, looking. I was like, damn. So so the the funny thing we'll get into the movie was when it was when it was over. I was like, because I heard your your uh, water bottle. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, he brought a water bottle too. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I gotta see how he got this shit in I, here. My, I have a little backpack, and they don't ever they don't ever check it. Yep, and that's how I was like, shit, that's Mike. I don't. Care. I was like, hell no. That that shit was so funny. I texted my girl the second it was over. I was like, this shit had me dying. I was like. How the fuck were you sitting here the entire movie? And because the thing is, I was so into the film, I did not look away from the screen not one time. Or I would have, I had to have seen him, mm -hmm. but I was just into the screen the entire film. Yeah, the only time I paid attention to the to the guy next to me is when the movie started, and mm. the guy Ducky or whatever his name was went in to get his brother. His brother said, "It's not oh, you." Yeah. yeah, he was like, "It's not you." And then, of course, he stabbed his brother. Mm -hmm. And the guy next to me, uh, when when his brother stabbed himself in the mm -hmm. eye, he jumped. Oh, Jesus <laughs> and Christ. And I was doing my best not to... Jesus <laughs> See, I'm glad I didn't see it, because I would have busted out laughing. Like, are you serious? <laughs> oh, good. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <was> like, oh. <laughs> Come on, man. I was like, I knew that was going to happen. You knew something was gonna happen. He just stabbed his brother, and he was walking real slow. Right. So you know something's gonna happen. So right. I think the rest of the movie, he was oh, make, he was trying his hardest not to jump the rest of the movie because he had oh, to feel embarrassed. I don't want nobody to think I'm a pussy. Now <laughs> fuck that. But um, but yeah, what you think about the movie though? I I loved it. I loved it. So I didn't know much about it. I knew it was an A24 film, but the reason I went and saw it is because Sadistic had said that his music was in it. Mm-hmm. And that put it on my radar. And then I saw the trailers and I was like, oh, it actually, it looks cool, but it gives nothing away. Mm. So I was like, all right, cool. And then I had, I had kind of forgotten that it was releasing soon until I saw something pop up online. It was like, it releases this week. So I was like, oh shit, let me go, let me go to the theater and check it out. Cause Thursdays are like my day too, where I don't have anything scheduled. So I usually will go see movies on Thursdays cause there's not that many people there. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, man. When it was when it when it ended, I was like, "Wow, I am really impressed." Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I was I, I was too. Like you, I was all into the movie, and you know, I think towards the middle, I was like, "Man, that part of the beginning. When is that gonna actually? When are they gonna tie that back in?" Um, mm -hmm. When it got towards the end, and then of course they eventually mm -hmm. went and talked mm -hmm. to him. So I was mm -hmm. like, "Okay, that's that's good." But yeah, it was. Um, I didn't know anything about it. I liked the fact that they didn't put much in the trailer. Mm -hmm. But when I sat down and saw it was an A24 film, I was like, okay, this this actually, this should actually be pretty good. And but I didn't have any idea what they were doing. Yeah. Me and either. when I saw that 
they were talking to a spirit through this hand and the way they were able to do that yeah. made sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this is crazy. And and what they were doing made sense yep. for kids. kids. Yeah. Because yep. it was it, it to them it was relatively safe. It has mm-hmm. been safe the whole time. So yeah, we're gonna put it on social media and TikTok and stuff like that. I was like, yo, this is like why because in my head I'm like, this is stupid. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, of course it made sense that they were doing they would do something like this. So once they started doing the process, you see it a couple of mm-hmm. times and how they were able to break it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so how is this gonna develop into like a movie? Right. Yeah. Right. So what's gonna happen? And um and it all kind of made logical sense. It was like the kid wanted to do it, mm-hmm. they didn't want to do it, and the kid was the catalyst for the jump off for everything else. Because initially mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be the black girl. Well, it sort of, so I took it as it sort of was because, so first off, I do agree with you 100% with the kids. I was like, this is what kids would do. And the thing about it is like, I had to think about it for myself. When I was that age, would I have done this? The answer is yes. I would have done it. I tried to fucking do Bloody Mary. I did all this stupid shit. We did Ouija we boards, yep, all of yep, that. Because yep. we're dumb kids. Of mm-hmm. course this is what they would do. So it completely made sense. And kids, you know, a lot of kids have drug addiction issues. And this felt like a drug to them. So it totally made sense for kids to do it. Um, as far as with, with Mia, I did think that she was sort of the catalyst because she was the first one that went too long. Because remember they said you have to stop within 90 seconds mm-hmm. or the spirits won't want to leave you. Yeah. She went over 90 seconds and that's why the spirits stuck with her. So when it came down to the boy, I didn't expect any of that. I thought he was just going to be a random useless side character. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that he was going to be like such a focal point for the film. Because that was when the shit really started getting going. When he got possessed and it was her mother, or supposedly her mother, someone pretending to be her mother, I was like, oh shit, that's, that's interesting. But I was not expecting him to start banging his face into the table, trying to pull his own eyeball out. I was like, what the fuck? This is crazy. And the thing is, it looked so good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bunch of bullshit CGI. It was all practical effects, and it looked incredible. And I liked how everybody panicked. Yeah. Like, even the guy, because yes. they, they hadn't seen that before, mm-hmm. so they didn't even think to disconnect him from it. They were just like, what to do? And yeah. they were just stunned. So my question is, do you think that was actually her mother, mm-hmm. and how would it have known to talk to her? So I don't think I, I and the thing, that's the other great thing about this film is it doesn't give you every single answer. It doesn't spoon feed you shit. So it leaves you with a lot of questions, but I personally don't think that was the mother. I think, I think that the spirit knew about the mother because Mia had already said, you know, let me in or whatever. So I think the spirits knew about the mother and okay. it was using that to get her because remember when when Mia was possessed, the spirits said to, what was it, Riley? Was that his name? Yeah, Riley, I think is the boy. Said name. to Riley that they wanted him. Mm-hmm. Immediately, they were like, we want you. Oh, yeah, that's Remember? right, that's right. So I think that the spirits were using Mia to get Riley. 
I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, they did kept. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's that, what made it so stupid that he wanted to do it. I'm like, bro, the fucking spirit just said it wanted you. Now, granted, he's a dumb kid, mm-hmm. of course, but the spirit just said, we want you, or you look tasty. I forget what exactly it said. Yep. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I want to talk to the spirit. You a dumbass little boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're feeling left out. Everybody's having a good time. Yep. And it was good because I didn't think um, the the two people that primarily set it up, the black guy and, and the white person, I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't know if they actually did it themselves. I thought they were just doing it for other people. So when they were at, at her house, uh, what's her name? Mandy? Uh, Gaia? Which which person? The white, her, uh, Raleigh's sister. G- it was J. Okay. It was like Jules or Aula. Yeah, but... um. But yeah, I didn't know that they were participating because it seemed like I like how they like with um, with the black girl. I can't think of her name. Yeah. It was like Mia. It was like they kind of cast her as an outcast. Yes, because her 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 mother had just died. She was depressed and mm-hmm. whatever else. And so, they were yeah. like, "Oh yeah, this is weirdo. I don't I don't like her." But she was also trying to fit in when she came over, which is why she was one of the first ones to volunteer to do it. Same thing with Raleigh. Raleigh was like, everybody's having fun. I want to fit in. Mm-hmm. You know, they were talking about me, like you're babysitting, and mm-hmm. I want to participate in it. So that's why he was, I thought Gia, whatever her name was, was stupid. Jade. Jade. To yeah. just walk out and just leave that decision to Mia and for Mia to, to just go on with it. Well, she told, she told them no, remember? Before she left the room, she told both of them no. Mm. She's, she had said that I don't want him doing this, no. I can't remember why she went outside, but she told before she walked out the room, she told them no. And then Mia's the one that told Riley yes. For 50 seconds. And then Yeah. That's why Jade was so mad at Mia because she told her don't let him do it. And she did it anyway. And the mom, who didn't know anything about it, mm-hmm. which was, you know, thought she gave him some drugs or something mm-hmm. like that. And I just, I, I did not like, everything that bad that happened to me, I felt like she deserved it. I don't know what it was about her, but she annoyed me throughout this movie. Her motivations yeah. to a certain degree made sense. Yeah. Because she missed her mother and typically they kind of use that yep. to, to drive these characters' motivation. But still, it just, I don't know, it still just bothered me with some of the stuff she was doing. It, it, it bothered me because I was watching a movie, but when I thought about it, that's another brilliant thing about this film. There's a lot of times people write teen characters mm-hmm. and they get them all wrong. This is one of the first films that I've seen where I was like, yeah, a teenager, like my younger cousins, they would do this stupid shit. This is how they would react. When Mia lost her mother and then has had these questions about did my mother kill herself, was this an accidental, uh, an accidental overdose? What mm-hmm. happened? Is my dad involved? What's going on? I saw why she was so dead set on finding those answers and talking to her mother, even at the detriment of Riley, who she did consider a little brother. Mm-hmm. But it made sense that she was like, she was grieving. It made sense that she was like, well, no, nah, just give it 10 more seconds. No, nah, just give it 15 more seconds. You know, and then... That she had to pay for it. Yeah, and, and you know, it's been harmless up to this point. Yes. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, I, it, it seemed like they set it up in the beginning that she was alone. Like, you mm-hmm. didn't see her dad's face. Right. You just saw right. her and the dad kind of blurred out in the background. Right. It, it was like that for a while until the dad came into play, but he had served a greater purpose, you know, so for her to kill him. Mm-hmm. Or was he still alive? So that's another thing. I don't know. I... 
part of me thinks he was alive because because of the end when we see him walking away. Everyone else we saw walking away was alive. So part of me thinks that he was still alive, but Because when know. Jay went there, it looked like he was still he was holding still, his Yeah, neck. he was still holding his neck. So, yeah, I don't know. And I thought, like, in, at the end, he was walking out after he maybe identified the body of Mia. Yes. After she, well, I guess we'll try to interpret what happened with her. Well, did she get pushed? Or did nah, she sacrifice she herself? Okay. She ju- well, see, okay, the thing, of, the thing I was confusing about that is she seemed to be surprised that she was dead. Mm-hmm. But I took that scene as she sacrificed herself instead of Riley. Because we saw at the beginning with the kangaroo that she can't kill anything, even if it's suffering. So that was what I thought was mm. so fucking great about the end. You know, and granted, I, I had to look away from the fucking kangaroo anyway because that shit looked way too real. But... That scene, I like how they just dropped it in there and then they didn't mention it again until the very end and they brought the kangaroo back and then you're like, oh, Riley asked her to kill the kangaroo because the kangaroo was suffering and she couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Now she's being told to kill Riley because Riley's suffering and she can't do it. So she got to the edge and I think that she just sacrificed herself instead of instead of killing Riley. Mm, okay, yeah, that would make sense. Um, yeah, I can go along with that. The other thing I was I was trying to figure out, or, or wondering, was, was about Riley and her, mm. and why the spirits were following her throughout this whole time. So she came up with this, this theory that we didn't blow the candle out. Yeah. But when Riley was possessed, didn't she also touch the mm-hmm. the thing again too. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if instead of jumping into Raleigh and keeping him this whole time, it was it actually jumped into her. It was already in her, remember? Because so it never left. It never left her. That's why after she had done it, she kept seeing the dead. After that, she kept seeing her dead mother mm-hmm. in like reflections because she held on to the hand more than the ninety seconds. So the spirits were already attached to her. Then later on, when it was uh, when Riley had it, she touched the hand mm-hmm. while Riley was talking to it. So I took it as that that the spirit was like getting more information from her, or was you know. But yeah, I think the spirit was already in her prior to that. Okay, yeah, because I know they. Okay, so if because she held on longer, it created a longer bond. That's why mm-hmm. she had after effects to. Because, you know, they actually closed the door with her. Mm-hmm. So I, I was wondering if because when she touched the hand, it allowed it to jump into her. And because they never closed it, instead of jumping into him, it jumped into her. But also, Raleigh was still possessed and trying to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was true because the doctors did confirm that. Because I was wondering maybe that was in her head because she was seeing all kind of crazy no, shit, too, no. as well. He was definitely trying to kill himself. And I think that one thing I thought at the end of the movie is I don't know that the blowing out the candle thing meant anything. Like, the kids said to do that, blow mm-hmm. out the candle, like, close the door, but kids don't fucking know. They have no idea. But they blew out the candle, but if it's, if it's a matter of you've already gone past the 90 seconds, I don't think the candle thing makes a difference. So when they did it again later with Riley and it didn't do shit, I was like, of course it doesn't do anything. It's too late. He's already, he's already possessed. Right. This, this boy's already banged his head into the fucking table and tried to pull his eyeball out. 
of course, he's too far gone. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember if that scene where they tried to get him to hold the thing again, I can't remember if that was before or after he tried to kill himself in the bathroom too. That was after. That was after. Yep, that was after. Because that shit, I was like, God damn. I don't know how that boy's still alive. Bruh. <laughs> I don't know how he's still alive. That shit was crazy. And it, again, the special effects were fucking great. Because at no point did it look cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we'll get into that part later, but still, it just amazed me that this is these dudes' first film. But, um, but yeah, I think that at the end when she realizes, um, or she's, she's walking around the hospital and she's confused, that ending blew me away because I was not expecting that. I knew she was dead, mm-hmm. and I knew when she was walking around confused that she was going to be dead. But... With it ending with her reaching across the table and sh- and touching that hand, and then waking up and it's she's now the spirit talking to some uh, somebody else playing the game. I don't know if you heard, but I said, "God damn, <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good ending." Yeah, and you saw how it how it what what it's like on the other side. Yeah. it's just this light yeah. that they go that they're drawn to. Which yeah. kind of goes back to what you were saying, like blowing out the candle, what technically would that do? Mm-mm. It just gets rid of the light, but that don't right. necessarily mean the door closed. You just can't see. You just can't see it there so, anymore. Yeah. And, the, and they were clearly still there because Mia was still seeing it. Mm-hmm. But the part with the dad in the, in the bedroom, like even that shit, I was like, yo. Because at first I was like, damn, they possessed the dad. But I loved how they were jumping back and they were showing that the dad was still on the couch. Yes. So I was like, oh, Fuck! But the that part was a little predictable because the second the door opened and the dad started choking her, I was like, oh shit, nope. The real dad's gonna come in and she's gonna accidentally kill him. Yeah, which kind of tied back to the beginning of the movie. Even though we don't know why he killed his brother, or, but we, we now realize that he was seeing something. He was yes. manipulated by the spirits to kill his brother. Yep, yep. yep. I took it that way too, that at the beginning, and you're right, it's Duckett, not Duncan. I, so I thought it was Duncan. But, uh, at the beginning, I think that's what happened with the two brothers. I think that the one that was possessed thought that his brother was not real or mm-hmm. was, you know. But yeah, I mean, th- th- it was a great way to start the film and it was a great way to end the film. Um, but yeah, I, 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 you definitely walk away with a lot of questions because I'm still not sure if the mother killed herself or not. I'm still not sure if the dad had anything to do with it. Because all of that shit was confusing. The dad seemed sketchy. Mm-hmm. The, when the dad was reading the note and was like, your mom left this note and I didn't tell you, I'm telling you now. I was like, what the fuck? Why? Why have you been hiding this? Because it was harmless when he read it. Right. She would want to hear something like but that. But it seemed fake for, for some reason. And I don't know if that was me like getting too into the film and on some Nancy Drew shit, but it really felt like that note was fake. And I was like, nah, man, this dude's up to something. But think about the story they told about how she took the pills by accident is what she was saying in mm-hmm. her mind. But then she said there were, like she was trying to cl- get out of the door. Right. Why would you, if, you, if you're committing suicide and take, taking pills, you're wanting to die. So right. did you change your mind and how did the door get locked and why are you trying to claw it out and Right. So yeah, it was it was it was a weird story yeah. on her actions um when after she took the pill. Something ain't something is not right with that story. And I like that we didn't get the answers for it. I love that I mean I can imagine some people are gonna be pissed off. Like, oh, this, 
you know, why didn't they tell us what happened? I, I'm, I'm okay with that because I think it, it, it lends another layer to it. And it makes me think that, yeah, the dad had to be involved because it's like you said, why, why would the door be locked? Mm -hmm. Why would you be scratching at the door if you're just trying to kill yourself? Now, I've only seen it once, so maybe I missed something. But nah, his story made no fucking sense. Mm -mm. But at the same time, I can't walk away saying, well, I believe what the demon thing was saying. So I don't know. I don't know what happened there. All I know is there's a separate story there. And yeah, man, at no point during this film was I ever bored. At no point was I ever like, I don't really care what's happening right now. Even when they found dude on the bus, the brother, yeah, and they asked, they were asking, he was just like, I'm not doing this shit. He's like, why are y'all stop people, stop ruining people's lives, you know? And when he said, well, just wait it out and the demon will just weaken, I thought that was an interesting statement that if they had done that, everything probably would have been okay. Yeah, but they but didn't it, do that. But it didn't seem like it was weakening with me at all. It did something. Well, I mean, with 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 uh, Riley, with Riley. Yeah. If they had just kept an eye on him, I think because I that's how I took the end when you see Riley, the mom, and Jade walking away. I took that as that was really happening. That the eventually the spirit either weakened with him or the spirit was like, oh well, we don't need him anymore. We got Mia. She actually did die. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think that the way it left all of these open questions was was really impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, no, nah, I, I, yeah, it was great, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I was like you. Like, at one point, I was like, oh man, I gotta go to the bathroom. But oh, I shit. didn't want to get up mm -hmm. and go. Well, no way, I was getting up. <laughs> I was looking at my clock. I was like, okay, it's eight fourteen. It's, mm -hmm. it's probably got about forty minutes. I said, I could, I could, I could make it. And, and yeah, I, I, I did. But yeah, I don't, and I'm glad I didn't because I felt like I would have missed something. You definitely would have missed something. You know, there was a lot being packed. And, and the thing about it is, it was only an hour and a half. I know. So it was that fucking perfect sweet spot. It didn't stay, it, it didn't overstay its welcome. It gave us just enough to be like, that was, that was well done. Mm -hmm. You know, the dialogue was great. I thought the acting was great. Uh, I had to look up Mia. And she's been in a couple things, but I think this is her first, like, like starring role. Okay. Once again, I would never guess that. She was great. Jade was great. The mom, who I, I'd only seen, I think she was in Homeland. And I think she may have been in 24, if I'm not mistaken. She did look familiar. But she looked really familiar. I thought even her dialogue was great. The way she would talk shit to the kids. Yeah. I've been around white families. They, they do that. Like yep. she, was, she was in tune with what was going on. But at the same time, she trusted her kids to not be idiots. But the fact that we have Jade who was, not Jade, sorry, we have Mia, who did have some drug, you know, some substance abuse issues because of her mother, but, you know, the the white mom, whose name I can't remember, the fact that they she still took her in and treated her like one of her own kids. I liked all of that. And the other thing I loved about this was we had a black female lead, and at no point did they focus on the fact that she was a black female. It was just, because I've always said this, I liked, I need more diversity in horror, mm -hmm. but I don't need it the blackening way. I don't need it to where, nothing against the blackening, because I did actually enjoy that film, but I don't need it to always be like, oh, we're black, it's mm -hmm. a black lead. Nah, we just want equal fucking opportunities. Let black people be in these leads, but stop making it about the fact that she's black. At no point were they like, you know, where they're like uh, any quote unquote like ratchety 
type stuff, or at no point was there any sort of race conversation even brought up. And some mm. people might not like that, but I think that that is how diversity works in movies like this. Make her a lead, make black people leads, but stop leaning on, well, it's a black lead, so they have to do black lead things. Nah, maybe they can just be fucking regular ass humans for fucking once. Like, yeah. stop treating us like monkeys and experiments. Like. Let her just do her shit, and she did. She was an incredible lead. And sometimes, you know, I, when they have a black lead, they be interracial. And I think her mom oh, that was too black, a good point. too, so I yeah, thought it was yeah. dope that it was a really point. a complete black nuclear family. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that's, that, that was, that's that was, a good point. Yeah, that was really cool to see. Yep. So um, mother and father mm -hmm. in the household, and yeah, yeah, sure, she was a drug addict, but she had a reason for it. Mm -hmm. Whereas other films would make us a black lead, you know, make a black person a lead, and then be like, well, she's on drugs because she's, you know, and it's like that's not what that's not what it was about. She was on drugs because of the grief that she felt from her mother. Mm -hmm. All of that shit made sense, but yeah, I think everybody in here was great. I thought Riley, who I've never seen before, for having to play multiple roles like this, this little motherfucker was awesome. He was fucked. Up too. He was super <laughs> fucked up. It was gone, Super bro. fucked up, man. And I like how they kind of toy with it. They didn't show us, and then they they finally showed it. it was like, oh shit. Yeah, I was like, oh. Because you kind of almost damn. saw it from Mia's perspective. Like she wanted mm. to see, but the family wouldn't let her. Yep. And then when she saw it, she was like, golly. She's like, it's like she really felt hurt. And yeah. then, you know, the mom even used that against you. Like, I hate that we brought you in and treated you like family. Or something oh, like I felt so bad for her when she said that. Yeah, to her I felt so bad. Because granted, Mia did fuck up, but it was like, she didn't do it on purpose. Mm -mm. And she did love Riley. Mm -hmm. Her seeing that scene of the, the demons, like, torturing Riley in whatever that other dimension was, that shit, like, I think it really broke her down. It did, and and they and they did such a good job of kind of selling the relationship yes, early they did. in such they a did. small part. Yep. When he was scared, yep. the sister was like, "Nah, bro," mm -hmm. and she was like, "Nah, yeah, you can sleep with me." And they had that smallest change. Yep. And then at that point, you were like, "Nah, they really are like family." Yep. And later on, you saw like she was really disturbed with him being tortured by those demons. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because when they showed him climbing the bed at first, I was like, "What are we too. doing here?" A twenty four be doing some crazy ass shit. Now I didn't know until later that A twenty four came on later after this was already made. But at first, I was like, "Man, A twenty four be doing some wild shit." Please don't have her fuck this little boy. Oh, I don't too, need bro. this. But when that scene definitely showed, is that yeah, she treated him like that was her little brother. Mm -hmm. When he came downstairs and was like, "Can I climb? You know, can I sleep with you?" Yeah, climb on in. I, and and yeah, it just it was them establishing that this is a family. She treats him like family. But man, we didn't talk about that toe sucking scene. That was the <laughs> one part I busted out laughing because I did not expect that. So they're laying in the room, and I saw the little thing in the corner. And I was like, oh shit! And the motherfucker moved. I was like, okay, this is cool. This is dope. And you see the woman walking up in like she had like lingerie or something. Yeah, something like that. When she walked up and started sucking on old boy's feet, I was like, what the fuck? And when she woke up and it was Mia, I was like, what? Yeah, I think what? everybody was kind of laughing. And Man, <laughs> I busted yeah. out laughing. I was like, she is over here sucking. And she was like, what? With his fucking foot in her mouth. I was like, yo, she a freak, bruh. These motherfuckers are freaks.
And the, and the reaction, you were like, yeah. And she was sucking my toe. She was like, the fuck? Bro, that shit was hilarious. Dave said, the fuck? That shit was hilarious. Again, these guys, I, mean, I just don't understand how they made such a good horror mm-hmm. film over a subject we've seen a million times. We've yep. seen possession films. But how they found some really unique way to do this, and we don't even, we still know where the hand came from. Mm. They said, oh, it's an embalmed hand. You know, we don't know if it was a psychic or a medium. And she says, uh, I heard that it was the hand of a Satanist. We still don't know. We still have no idea where this hand came from. And some movies, I'd be bothered by that. But this one, it was just, it was just too yeah, good, man. It was nah. really, really, really well done. Yeah, no, nah, I, I agree. I think the last thing I say it was a part of the movie. I don't know if you heard uh, this one woman yell out. Mm. I forgot it was some jump scare thing that happened. She was like, "Ooh!" Uh-uh. <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't hear shit. Like I. That is one thing. If I'm really into the movie, I can block out everything. Really? Else. I heard everybody. Uh-uh. I didn't hear shit. Dude. I mean, I was even talking to it. <laughs> You know why I was I, I didn't make, the the reason I was so intent on this movie is mm-hmm. I usually get closed captioning devices. I've told y'all this because okay. I can't I can't hear as well when it comes to dialogue. Mm-hmm. So I'll miss shit. So I always get a closed captioning device. This this sorry ass theater for the past like two months they've had issues with their devices, and now they only have ones that work in certain films, and it mm-hmm. didn't work in this one. So I I blocked them out because I was trying to focus so hard on what they were saying. Gotcha. So that's why I cannot wait to see this again, like maybe on video, because I'm sure there's shit I missed because I couldn't make out what was being said. But no, I didn't hear the woman yell. (laughs) But yeah, but yeah, no, really, really good film. Uh, If you guys haven't seen it, uh, go watch it. If you guys have theories about the movie that we we didn't don't know about, let us know. Talk about it in the Check out these guys' YouTube channel. They have a video on their channel where they're talking about how all this happened. Like you see them get the film into Sundance, mm-hmm. then you see how there's like Bloomhouse, Fox, A24, they're all fighting to, to buy the film. Wow. You see the moment they buy it. It's such a good video and I know nothing about these guys. They could be problematic, I have no idea. But from watching this one video, I was like, I love these guys. Mm. And I'm so fucking happy for them that they were able to do this. Their first feature film and it's this good. These guys have a future. If they fuck this up, if they drop the bag on this, I'm going to be really surprised. Yeah. All over YouTube. Congratulations, yep. guys. I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Hey.